Hello there. You're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Friday, the 26th of November. Today, I'm joined by Elif, who is a Watson's Daily ambassador. Hi there, Elif. How are you doing today? Hi there, Peter. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you. Having a very, uh, very active day today. Um, But anyway, um, what did you find most interesting from today's edition of Watson's Daily? Um, All right. Okay. I I think I always pick the more uh, fun ones out of the serious ones. But I I found that uh, the article, the bit about robotaxi is the most interesting um, because, again, just as always, I have a personal insight into this. Um, But anyway, so... um, China um, seeks fair advantage over the US, uh, is the article. Um, yeah. So they're coming up with this robo-taxis. Um, in in Beijing, Beijing, isn't it? Yes, yeah. uh, Beijing is going to be the uh, world's first, first capital city to approve fair charging yeah. autonomous taxis on its roads, yeah. uh, which is um, a very exciting news. I don't know yeah. how realistic that will be, like in terms of it becoming very popular amongst um, the whole world. Um, yeah. But it's certainly very um, interesting. So my personal insight would be to this. Um, so again, I'm from Turkey and um, and taxis are a big problem in Turkey. And I think right. this is a problem all around the world as well. Um, the main thing that comes to my mind as a woman is um, women's safety, um, mm. because we hear like from all around the world uh, news about women getting um, sexually assaulted or mm. just any kind of those like nasty news um, yeah. that come out of taxis. And yeah. um, when you give too much like autonomy to taxi drivers themselves, um, there's not much way to actually track this. So mm. I think autonomous taxis would be a great way to put, put an end to this. Um, it would feel much safer. Um, yeah. The road safety is still an issue, I think, with um, autonomous vehicles in general. But if um, this works, I think it would lead to something uh, amazing, in my view. Um, mm. But again, like um, this is very, um, this is very new, very fresh. So we don't know mm. what's going to happen. Um, mm. Also, um, when we were talking with you earlier, Peter, you talked about seat junctions. So um, yeah. there are quite a lot of hurdles that um, this type of week. So come through before yeah. this becoming very common all around the world. Yes. Um, but I think people are trusting this, um, like, somehow, I think, um, mm. because um, the share prices of Baidu um, rose by f- 5% after um, this became approved um, mm. in Beijing, mm. um, even though this is not the biggest um, increase because they faced a 40% um, decrease before this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it still shows some trust um, from investors. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I said, it is still very sceptical. Um, mm. We don't know how it's going to play out. What do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, well, it's a very interesting topic, uh, robo-taxis. I mean, at the end of the day, we've got um, robo-lawnmowers. Robo, uh, uh, we've got robo-vacuum <laughs> cleaners in houses and things. Um, although I think both of those things are very limited. I mean, you always in the in the advert you see these you know ultra modern lovely places that look pretty dustless for instance mm. um but then you 
you know, what happens if you've got stairs, you know, that sort of thing. Um, exactly. and, and, and with a lawn, you know, it's lovely, of course, if, uh, you know, if you've got just lawn or something that's quite simple. But yeah, but so, I mean, we're getting used to seeing this kind of, you know, um, all this autonomous kind of stuff around us. Um, uh, I think it's a good, it's, I mean, I, every time I think of robo taxis, I think of an old, there's an old, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Um, oh, I forgot what it's called now. Um, and it's, it has, uh, it has robo taxis. So it's got, it's actually got a robot in the, uh, as the driver called Johnny. I think it's called Johnny's taxis or something. And he actually pretends to, <laughs> to be like a human and talk to the passengers so, so i don't know whether we're going to get that um but i think that it's that good, fun i don't well it, it could be couldn't it yeah um, um but um but yeah i mean i i think that these things they are kind of interesting um i think that they can be very good for a number of reasons i think you you described a very good reason there you know in terms of personal safety um uh, perhaps but also, I think it would be really good as well. I mean, considering um, populations around the world are ageing, um, mm-hmm. I think that this would be really fantastic and give lots of older people a, a, a new a new lease of life. You know, because if you're not, let's say, mo- that mobile, um, you know, you can't, which means that you're a bit restricted in terms of using the bus or other pu- pu- forms of public transport. Um Robo taxis would be quite good because you would have thought that because you're not paying the taxi driver or anything like that, that actually the costs will be lower and therefore the fares will be lower, um, or hopefully. And yeah, so I mean, it it might be. It will, I think it would be really good from that point of view. Um, the only I, thing it, is, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Um, this kind of reminds me of flying cars, so it feels like a very utopic uh, thing to think about. But I, like you said, I think there are many good sides to this. But one big um, downside to it would be um, people losing their jobs of because course. of this, um, because this is a very big sector in the end, like after all. Mm. Um, and um, if taxis become autonomous, then taxi drivers are going to be very angry to say yes, the least <laughs> yes yes i mean i did think um because remember that uber was very involved in in uh, autonomous taxis which i thought mm-hmm. was very ironic because of course uber start you know was certainly started off as and is still um, a ride hailing service and you think that uber is is where it is because of the drivers that works for it or work for it um and yet at the same time uber was trying to put them out of jail out of a job um by making um autonomous you know uh, autonomous taxis but um but anyway yeah i think that it's i think that robo taxis are more realistic than say flying taxis so i (laughs) i really don't think fly i really don't think flying taxis are going to catch on in cities and things like that i think they might be good for military use or other kinds of possibly industrial use but i just mm-hmm. can't imagine you know getting into a flying taxi let's say in the south of london and going for a meeting in the north of london for instance i just think it would be the logistics and everything would be, just be too complicated um, so that be- would not be very affordable would it no i don't think so so because something uh, like taxi is um even though they tend to be more expensive than just public transport um mm. they are still uh, seen as something affordable by yeah. pretty much everyone um yeah. every, even if it's just once in a while and not yeah. every day yeah 
no, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, so I think it's very interesting. I think it's a bold move um, to have this in in Beijing. Um, I think maybe. I mean, this is something that occurred to me. I would imagine of all the cities in the world or big cities in the world that have lots of money, um, I would have thought that Beijing, if something went wrong, uh, may be a be more effective at potentially covering it up um, than if you, say, had it in London. Because I would imagine if this happens in London, something yeah. went wrong. It will be on social media immediately. It will be all over the news. Um, you'd have politicians calling out for for the end and all that kind of stuff. Whereas I, I would imagine that, you know, the state has more control over what information goes out. So uh, in China, so maybe, you know, they, they might not show what the actual cases, you know, thing is happening. I don't, I don't know because yeah, remember, I think that's a fairly good point. Peter. Yeah. I mean, remember there's, there's, um, the, remember there were, there were those deaths with Tesla, right? So, and, and mm-hmm. it seemed to me that they, they seemed to be covered up. Well, not covered up, but they, they disappeared very quickly. Um, you know, that guy who was a ex Navy SEAL, 40 years old, super fit, you know, all well and alert. And his car plowed into the back of a, a white van, I think it was, and he died. Um, so, and yet, I don't know, you think, and, and yet, carried on and it seemed to just disappear that story there was another one uh someone in i think in hong kong i think um so yeah so i mean there have been these things um and it just seems that they seem to fall by the wayside and i yeah. think that there's another there's that possibility here but uh i hope it's good yeah i, I hope, hope so it works as well <laughs> i yeah. really hope it works as uh like i said in the beginning yeah. as a woman i really hope that this works for yeah. everyone not just women but no absolutely yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, what about you, Peter? Uh-huh. Um, other than the robot taxis, what did you find? Well, yes. Well, well, actually, um, I think that I'll I'll just pick something that is is kind of in in Watson's Daily because um, obviously events have have taken over since um, since the morning, um, and I did mention I did mention this um, in Watson's Daily, but um, there's this whole thing about the new new variants. Um, that has meant that uh, there've been tra- um, a, a number of um, South African countries have been put on the red list um, because of this new variant. Um, as it is, um, a lot of economies around Europe, uh, especially, have been um, very con- very concerned about um, further variants, and uh, Germany in particular. Um, and so I think that this news is really bad news for especially the aviation sector. Um, yeah. I mean, they've just been sort of just trying to come through it. I mean, I would have thought surely uh, a tricky or quiet end to this year would have been in their forecasts because um, we're in the middle of flu season. Uh, it's, you know, it's go- going to winter. Um, so you would have thought that... Uh, that they would they would have this covered but of course the risk is how long how long is this going to be going on for um and so that's going to be particularly bad in my opinion for say um aviation uh so anything to do with aviation so airlines uh traveling as well um, yeah in the future yeah exactly like holidays exactly because it's interesting um you would have thought that there's going to be a lot of people booking their holidays very close to when they're going. 
um, mm-hmm. a bit like at the moment we see that um, that so Mitchells and Butler, uh, sorry Mitchells and Butlers, um, they they have the Harvester all bar one, you know those, those kinds of places, and they were saying how. Um, things have been quite quiet in terms of uh, companies announcing Christmas parties and things like that, but they've started coming through very late, much later than they normally do. And I think that is because people just think, well, let's not organize anything until we know a bit more about what's going on with COVID. Um, I think the same, I think the same thing is going to happen with holidays, aviation. And the problem is it means that the company's concerned. Um, it's a lot harder for them to actually plan in advance. Um, and so it's going to be, it is going to be very difficult for them. Um, so it's going to be a lot more difficult to recover this time as well because they're now recovering from the first bits of the pandemic first and the second or like the yeah, however many exactly. um, so this is going to be just another uh, nail in the coffin yes indeed well hopefully not coffin hopefully there'll be some life <laughs> support not, in yes. there um, but yeah you know all this this has meant that lots of markets have gone weaker around the world um, you, you know, you had uh, Asia being weak, um, then Europe followed. Um, just let me give a quick look. It's just like a chain reaction, isn't it? Because but, uh, if aviation is affected this much, then everything else is going to be affected because yeah. the cu- countries are not going to be getting as many tourists as yeah. they normally do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, on that front, if I was a stockbroker, you know, so I and I was looking at, okay, if you had to absolutely had to positively stay in the sector, um, you know, tra- so, so traveling, leisure travel, um, I would have thought that Airbnb is is the place to be because um, yeah. as we saw through through lockdown, people still wanted to go away and they, they just go to an air, you know, they just travel within, you know, domestically. Yeah. Staycations. So I would have thought they'd still, they're still going to do well. I mean, it just seems to me Airbnb presumably should do well either in, in whatever conditions now, because now Mm. people have got more used to it uh, and things as well. So, so anyway, yeah. um, So I guess um, we're going to have to leave, leave it there. I mean, I'll I'll leave it on a dramatic note that um, (laughs) um, about coronavirus having that, that uh, uh, extra impact, et cetera, but, um, but there you go. Um, Let's just keep our fingers crossed that um, the, the professionals are on it now. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and uh, just uh, you know, just as a final thing, wants to um, remind people that um, I'm doing a review of November of what's happened in the business and financial markets news in the month of November. I'm doing that on Monday, this coming Monday at five o'clock. If you want to do to um, to t- you know participate in it. Um, and that's with myself and um, you know, I'll be doing the business and financial markets news. And Jake Shogger will be of the Commercial Law Academy. Uh, he is going to be overlaying his um, expert legal opinion on, on, on top of that as well. Uh, it's always good fun. I always look forward to it. Uh, and he says he looks forward to it as well. So there you go. That's that's two out of two presenters enjoying it. Um, be three out of three if you look forward to it as well well it's absolutely absolutely so um so yeah so that's so that's really good so we're having that on monday uh if you want to register for that it's on all our socials and things so have a have a have a look out that's the last one we're going to do of the year uh and there's more to come next year but anyway thank you very much indeed for your time elif it's very nice to have you back on the podcast 
And thank you very much for the opportunity, Peter. No problem. No problem. And uh, <laughs> thank you for the listeners, as always, for listening and uh, lending us your ears um, for about 20 minutes or so. So thank you very much indeed. Um, have a great day or weekend, whatever you're up to. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be back again soon. Many thanks. Bye. Bye.